I've spent a lot more time working with clients in more of a customer service capacity. Mm. So for me, client service is just as important as the work that we do. And so I'm just as passionate about that as I do being able to roll out a great campaign. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. And if you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year. And we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, and business owners, or what I like to call the CV Nation Architects those that are looking to level up their organizations. And this month, we are focusing on knowing thy numbers. I could hear the phrases from Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. And if you understand or don't understand exactly what numbers is, think finance, economics, accounting, capital, investment, funding, bootstrapping, anything that's around numbers. So we have to understand how important it is to know your numbers and how important that is for you to forecast, make decisions, and to be able to truly strategize around your business and do that successfully. So things are going to be a little bit different, obviously, this month. So look for CEO hacks and CEO nuggets and interviews that focus around this. But more than everything else, make sure that you know your numbers because they're extremely important to the life of your business. Hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Patrick King of Imagine. Patrick, it's awesome to have you on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Gresh. No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jump in, I want to read a little bit more about Patrick so you hear about all the awesome things that he's doing. And since founding Imagine in 2004, Patrick has helped brands from small local companies to Fortune 500 brands like CenturyLink, Nestle, and Xfinity. His business and marketing advice has been published in Inc. Magazine, Smart CEO, Washington Business Journal, The Washington Post, Comcast Business, and Chief Marketer. Patrick is currently the president of the American Marketing Association's Washington, D.C. chapter. He also serves on the board of trustees for CASA, a nonprofit that provides volunteer advocates for child victims of abuse and neglect. Patrick, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. So to, to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit and hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you take us through what I call your CEO story? We'll let you get started with the business. <laughs> yeah. The, <clears throat> the CEO's, my story started when I was really, really young. My, my brother and I were at a family reunion. We were staying at an uncle's house. We were running through the house being crazy like kids that age do. And my uncle, in an effort to, to slow me down, maybe to preserve his house, was to was to sit me down at the kitchen table and go, look, I heard you like to draw. Could you draw a logo for my company? I said, absolutely. What's a logo? And we go in the kitchen and he starts showing me the, the Post cereal box, the Post logo, the Quaker logo, Campbell's logo, stuff like that. And he said, basically, it's a way to <clears throat> it's a way to draw a name in a way people won't forget. So I spent about two or three hours at the dining room table, ended up creating the logo that he would use until he retired, which was maybe less than 10 years ago. And that got me falling in love with how art 
can have such a great purpose. I was setting type in print shops and helping other relatives and their friends with business cards and flyers, even like VHS sleeves and stuff. And in my mid to late teens, I started to fall in love with the way that marketing works, the way that, you know, a message, a commercial, a piece of print can alter somebody's behavior. And I thought, I don't know what type of black magic that is, but I'm going to learn it. So that set me set me on a path to learn all about marketing and advertising. And I freelanced through my 20s. And then when I was 26, 27, my brother came to visit from DC. He just got out of the military and got a job up there. And he said, if you really want to make something out of this gig, you have to go where the clients are. So about six months later, I had a U-Haul going up 95 to DC. And stayed with him for a little bit. And six months after that, I decided, hey, I've got two or three projects, not necessarily long-term clients, nothing to base a company on, but I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the end of 2004. <clears throat> and Imagine has been around ever since. Nice. I absolutely love that story. And it's so funny going back to running around the house. I always feel like sometimes our gifts and the things that we're that our passions or even our callings, maybe might be a better word, are often placed to us early on in life. And sometimes we ignore them, but I'm glad to hear that. Obviously, you you took that opportunity to create that logo and you ran with it with everything you're doing with Imagine Now. Yeah, it's funny how those things that you can look back and go, oh, why didn't I start this sooner? Mm -hmm. And I think it's something that we all have. Yeah, absolutely. I would definitely agree with that. And so I know you touched on it a little bit. Could you take us through exactly what you're doing with Imagine and how exactly you serve the clients that you work with? Sure. So we're a full-service marketing and branding agency. I would say we're a digital marketing agency, but really all marketing agencies are digital nowadays. So our work is mainly in the professional services, tourism, and hospitality spaces. And the tourism and hospitality work we do is usually with local governments. So we'll work with their tourism or economic development departments and come up with either reimagining their brand, developing long-term campaigns, or serving as just a consultative and execution arm to their whatever they have in-house so that that their campaigns can launch much sooner. They've got support for thinking big and having bigger ideas. A lot of our professional services work is in the it's in the digital space it's a lot of social a lot of email and a lot of branding <clears throat> so as i'm sure a lot of a lot of brands are rebranding more often now just as a way to try to stay top of mind and that's something that we do a lot of Nice. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And as you mentioned, especially, you know, during obviously disruptive times and non-disruptive times, I think you always have to have that kind of pulse to your client, pulse to what's going on. And I love that you're able to help people, as you said, imagine those, reimagine those things, because I think so many times, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, clients don't necessarily know how to communicate some of those things and how they can manifest themselves through everything that you all are creating. You're absolutely right. And it takes a process in order to be able to get it done right and get it done thoroughly. And sometimes it's really easy to go, yeah, I know our brand needs to be different in response to the way that our customers change or the way that the competitive landscape has changed. But to actually have a step-by-step process that gets it done right and make sure that the brand is authentic, it's something that you have to 
you sometimes need a partner to guide you through it. Yeah. And so I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for you or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel sets you apart and makes you unique? I guess a couple of things. I guess when it comes to me personally, I have a different background than maybe a lot of agency owners. I created Imagine as I created without a prototype. I created without, I never worked in an agency. I never stepped foot in an agency. So I think my perspective is a little more unique. I've spent a lot more time working with clients in more of a customer service capacity. Mm. So for me, client service is just as important as the work that we do. And so I'm just as passionate about that as I do being able to roll out a great campaign. What makes Imagine Unique, I think, is our, how deep our industry focus is. There, there aren't a lot of agencies out there that really hang their hat on being able to do local government, tourism, hospitality, that sort of stuff. And th- while there are some, of course, because it's a huge industry, you'll see that a lot of agencies will do that and seven or eight other things. And I think in order for you to do it really well, you really have to spend your time staying on top of how trends are changing. You have to really dive deep into what the industry is all about. So I think as far as Imagine goes, I think it's really deep specialization. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book, or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? As far as books and apps and things go, I tend to bounce like a pinball between being inspired by this book or being totally addicted to this app. But I think the one thing that's been helpful throughout the entire journey is the strength of your network. And it's not necessarily from a sales perspective, although that's helpful. It's having peers that are more successful at running their businesses than I am at mine. And that's a great way for me to learn because now I can ask questions. I can see it firsthand. So having a strong network of, of fellow business owners that I'm not selling to, they're not selling to me. So we're on equal footing. I think that's probably my biggest hack. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. And this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. What I would tell my younger business self, and I probably still wouldn't listen to myself, is take your time, be patient. I started the business thinking, wow, this thing is just going to take off and I'll be retired in three years. And I was such an idiot. But at the same time, you don't have to, you don't have to rush it. If you're going to be successful in business, take your time at it. Make sure that you're really good at your craft. Make sure that you're really enjoying the journey. Because in my case, sure, I thought that I would be retired in three or four years. Here I am in year like 16 or 17, and I still would rather be doing nothing else. So enjoy the opportunity that you have. I guess another piece of advice I give to myself is while you're not doing it for money, having money does help. So learn to appreciate it. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is take take the time to enjoy it. It's crazy. It's hectic. You'll spend most of your time feeling either on cloud nine or wondering if you're going to make it through the month, but enjoy the opportunity to use the gift that you're given. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so now I want to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Patrick, what does being a CEO mean to you? So to me, being a CEO means working at the top and the bottom at the same time. So yes, it's your responsibility to set the vision. It's your responsibility to make sure that you're true north. You're, you're the one providing the direction, but you're also the one that needs to demonstrate leadership in the trenches. You're the one that needs to be on the front line, also learning how the business is evolving, learning how it's growing, learning what changes need to be made to that vision that you set. So it's a matter of working up top, making sure that the C-suite runs fantastically. And it's also your job to work along the people that are really working day in, day out to make the company grow. Nice. Yeah, I love that definition, working at the top and the bottom at the exact same time. And like you said, obviously, you want to make sure that you have that vision, you're setting that vision for yourself as a team. But I love how you you talked about the bottom, so to speak, as well, too. And I, I feel like it also dials into your secret sauce and how you mentioned like not being in the industry sometimes gives you that different perspective. And I think so many times when you're in that industry or you have been doing it, sometimes you lose focus on the bottom, so to speak, and you lose sight of your customers, you lose sight of your team and the reason why you're ultimately doing what you're doing. So I love that kind of balance beam, so to speak, that you articulate it. Yeah. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. Oh, cool. I guess that there's one, one last piece of advice I guess I'll leave with. And that is that Right now, I'm in. I'm outside of Orlando, and our offices are in Northern Virginia. I'm taking some much-needed time off to spend time with some family down here, and I think that while all this crazy stuff is going on, we all feel like we need to be all hands on deck all the time, and there's usually no one that we're harder on than ourselves. I think it's important for every CEO to make sure that you're getting some recharge time in, because if you don't, you know, you deal with, uh, with rapidly deteriorating results and it's better for yourself, both short-term and long-term, and it's better for your team. Make sure that you're squeezing in some, some, a bit of an escape. Awesome. 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 And for people that want to get a hold of, a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? I think the best way is uh, our website. It's imaginedc.net. And then you can find us on pretty much every other social channel by just going to the channel slash we fight ugly. And that's our tagline is doctors fight disease, lawyers fight injustice, we fight ugly. So it'd be we fight ugly after pretty much any channel. Nice. I absolutely love that. And we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can click through and find out about all the awesome things you and your team are working on. And I appreciate tremendously that reminder, because I think, as you said, so many times, especially if you're driven and you have a vision, you have a goal, you can beat yourselves up. We can beat ourselves up and we can treat ourselves worse than everybody. And I think if we don't keep our cup full, we don't take those time to recharge and realize the benefits of doing that and often how much more effective we can be by taking those, those, that time away and time to, to recharge. We're doing ourselves and we're doing our clients and even our team members a disservice. So I appreciate that tremendously during times like this and other times as well.
Thanks, man. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.